0: It's been a few months since we've done this, and it's probably because McKenna's NHL podcast, this is not just another podcast. I felt like I was always stuck in traffic throughout the winter driving through Connecticut. I'm not sure if you guys endured the same struggles. Who knows, maybe right now you're listening to this and you're stuck in traffic in Connecticut, but I feel like a few times I'm just driving through Connecticut and I'm just getting You know, push back an hour at least to wherever I'm going, whether it was New England, maybe it was somewhere in Connecticut, New Hampshire, you know, wherever. It's just, it's unbelievable, right? When you're driving through Connecticut and you're like, where the hell are all these people going? A, it's like a Wednesday. Where are you coming from? It's Connecticut. Like, what is going on? But anyway, usually we talk about food, some other, what I think is funny stories you guys probably don't think is funny. We talk some hockey. Probably won't talk a lot of hockey today considering I was on the Let's Go Devils podcast last night, which I appreciate. Shout out to Sam Wu, Samu, Nick Volano, the rest of the crew at Let's Go Devils podcast. Uh, big congratulations to those guys. They've had Doc Emmerich on as guests, Ken Danico, I think Matt Lachlan recently. So happy to see them doing great things. I was one of their original guests uh, back in 2018. These things aren't easy to do. People say, oh, I'm going to start a podcast. Yeah, I'm going to do this and that. To do it consistently, I mean, I'm a prime example. It just it takes a lot of energy from within. You know, there is planning involved. So for those guys to to do one or two podcasts every week, essentially, maybe not in the summer for like the last three years is, is really impressive. But this, that, and the other thing, let's go up Mike's and down Jake's where they make molasses cakes. Here we are. We're stuck in quarantine. And I get it. People want sports back. Hockey stopped on March 12th. Is it going to resume? Is baseball going to start up? And I think at first when this all went down, it's like, oh, man, like, yeah, you know, you're really bummed. And honestly, what I was most bummed about was missing out on March Madness. That's the one time I love watching basketball. I get so into it. You want to talk about a guy who doesn't give two rats asses about watching basketball? This guy right here. But you he, you, turn on March Madness, I'm all about it. I'm making brackets. I'm doing all my reading. I'm getting in pools. You name it. I, You would have thought I, I watched basketball my entire life. Not the case, so I was very bummed about that. But people want sports back. Life is kind of weird right now, and I don't watch Netflix. I real, I just don't. Everyone has like all these shows I gotta watch. Tiger King, King Tiger, whatever, whatever it's called, and uh, maybe some shows on HBO. I, you know, I still have to check out. I just, I haven't for the last three weeks. I've been reading a lot, putting off this podcast. But anyways, I'm getting, I'm getting off track. So, is sports gonna come back? And more importantly, should it? And the, the answer is no. And I know people are going to be di- bummed and disappointed, but it's it's like, do you really want sports to come back? And the MLB is proposing that they throw all these players in like two locations in Arizona at a spring training facility, maybe a minor league facility, and where the Diamondbacks play. There are no fans. They're suggesting that these players spread out and like sit all over the stadium when they're not on the field. Think about that. Right off the bat, that's ridiculous. You're not putting the best product out there. You know what I mean? Like a wise man once told me, you're better off doing one or two things at 100% than three or four different things at 70%. And you're not even doing three or four different things when you're, if MLB follows through that 70% because we don't even know, like there are so many factors that go into this, right? Like you're putting all these MLB players in one location. We still don't know what's going on. Are you going to be able to facilitate them? And all it takes is one. Like, one team, one owner is like, no, we're not doing this. And then that's it. It's over. I mean, think about the area. Is that location going to be okay with that? And, like, I get it. People want to watch sports. But, you know, is it really worth it? No. The whole thing, ridiculous. The Stanley Cup playoffs going out to either, I think, what is it, North Dakota at their facility, the NCAA Division I school or somewhere it might be Maine, too, what they're thinking of, or UNH. Like, why? We're talking about the Stanley Cup playoffs, and after what? Like, they're going to start in July or August after a three-month, four-month layoff? That's, usually, that's an off-season right there. That's a normal off-season. You're essentially restarting another season. So whatever these teams just played, it's almost irrelevant at this point in time. And I hate to say it because I know people want to see hockey, but it is so, it is, it's stupid is what it is. And I get a lot of people are probably trying to work and working really hard to make sure we can get sports back for the better. And I salute you guys because I get it. It is a business. It is tough. People have jobs, but it's ridiculous. End the season. Let people know now. Don't give people false hope. Come on, Gary Bettman. I've always had your back before. Do the right thing. Just say the season is canceled. It's not going to happen. What's going to happen? Like week by each passing week things change and they honestly they change for the worse. It's like oh well, we'll be better in two weeks two weeks come by now you got to wear masks when we go out to stores everything's closing down uh, we might we might resume play in July Now we're gonna resume play in certain locations in the middle of nowhere with st- with these absurd restrictions that's not possible it's not feasible it's not sustainable that's a dream. Not even a dream. It's just its unrealistic. So my hope is just tell the fans it's over. It's not even worth it. Same thing with baseball. Like, I get it. Everyone's like, oh, baseball will save America. Yeah, shut up. It's not worth it. Just cancel everything. Seriously, cancel everything. It's just its not worth it. There's too, way too much that goes into it, especially with hockey. Going back to hockey. I know I'm all over the place. It's been a while since I've done this. But going back to hockey, and this also kind of college football comes in this too, is what about all these, these universities and, and institutions? They all have to be okay with this, too. There are so many factors that play into this. NCAA sports, I mean, if the pros are going to restart, wouldn't NCAA sports want to restart, too, in those facilities? So now they have to accommodate pro sports and kind of put their own pri- like priorities on the side. Be You know, it just the list goes on if you do the pros and cons they're just if you really really look at the pros and cons and and dig out those things behind the scenes there are way too many cons for major league baseball the nba and hockey to restart but anyways i have to i have to give out a uh a story about my time in indianapolis so i was in indianapolis in the last week of february i was privileged and had a fantastic time working with fantastic people at the nfl combine first time in indianapolis and I got to say, I mean, anytime you work with good people, smart people, it's just its such a motivating feeling. Um, I'm sure we've all been there where we've worked with, let's just face it, just people who just aren't good people and aren't good to work with and aren't smart and aren't motivating. So anytime you, you get back in that scene where you work with people like that is such a fantastic feeling. So a big shout-out to those people I was working with. They they know who they are if, if they're listening to this. And Indianapolis couldn't speak more highly about the city itself, such a small city, it's very quiet. And I say that because, in a way, I would describe Indianapolis as you can hear the silence. Literally, like, you walk outside, it's got this, like, dramatic, kind of, like, lake-effect snow that I experienced in Buffalo, which is almost indescribable. And the people are nice, it's easy to get around, you can walk everywhere. But the interesting thing about Indianapolis is shrimp cocktail is the is like their their staple food seafood out in the midwest is a staple i kid you not and i I couldn't believe that when i heard that because you know i'm asking around and the gentleman i was working with and he's telling me he's like yep he's like we're going out to dinner on thursday night you know it's like no questions asked when when this guy tells you to do something like you 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 just do it and i'm like all right yeah he's like you have to have the shrimp cocktail i'm like okay like i love shrimp he's like no you don't understand like it is beyond spicy. It will clear out your sinuses. He's like, don't back out. And he, you know, he's like, you cannot back out. He's like, you have to do this. And I'm thinking to myself, I almost want to call my buddies and my family back home. I'm like, him and understand, like, I mean, I'm popping jalapenos every day for lunch and getting the spiciest things possible, fried Diablo. Like, I love spicy food. Let me tell you, he wasn't kidding. You get the shrimp cocktail and go to Harry and Izzy's. That's where we went, apparently. It's, it's better than Elmo's and it does it is like something it's indescribable and if you look up reviews online about the shrimp cocktail in indianapolis they'll they'll say the same thing you cannot describe it it's not like anything else you've ever had before it's like this huge rush that goes that you just feel literally clears out your sinuses and it's this like rush feeling that lasts for maybe 5 to 7 seconds and then it disappears and you're kind of like, whoa! Like, what just happened? And then it kind of leaves you wanting more. And they give you four pieces. So of course, I have three. And after three, I'm kind of like, wow! Like, honestly, I, like, I'm kind of good. Like, this is really good. Like, I, I kind of dig it, and it's addicting in a weird and odd way. But. After three slices, I'm kind of good. And, like, you know, I'll leave the four slices for – we're out to dinner with three others, whoever, whoever else wants this. And, of course, I'm still getting chirped by the group I'm with. And to this day, I'm, I'm still getting text messages about I, how I didn't finish the shrimp cocktail in Indianapolis. But on that note, while well, the next time I go to Indianapolis, I will finish the shrimp cocktail. You can also order the sauce online, which is kind of cool. It's not the same. But anyway, I'm going to finish the shrimp cocktail in Indianapolis. But the NHL, MLB, and NBA should not finish their season. See you at the rink, hopefully, after this is all over.